Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, not just here or here, but everywhere. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Great to be with you today. This is, wow, this is getting weirder by the minute. Our nation is facing so much, so much turmoil, and there are so many issues that we have to be paying attention to. Hello. And welcome to the new America, right, folks? I mean, I don't know if you're feeling the way I'm feeling, but every single day, I feel like something new is threatening our democracy, the principles that our nation stands on, our children, our society, and everybody's scrambling around and nobody seems to have the answer to anything. And I'm talking about the rioting that's going on in Portland and Chicago and uh, the deaths in some of our urban cities and the fact that uh, these cities like Chicago, like Portland, like Seattle and others are you know, being run by uh, Democrats who are spending more time focused in on President Donald Trump than what's actually happening in their own communities. And we have an election this November probably the most important election in modern political history. It's not because of Trump. It's because of the ideology of what we stand for, of who we are as a people, as a nation. Vice President Joe Biden, obviously there is some issues here with him, but we see the people that he's supporting. He's not a centrist Democrat. In fact, he never really was. If you look at his history, you can see that he wasn't a huge advocate for the civil rights movement. He was not a big advocate at all for desegregation of the schools. But yet he's being pushed and pushed and pushed by radical Democrats. Why? Why? Because they know he's not going to be the one running the show. They are. They will be the ones. You know this, I know this. For those of you that have watched the vice president speak on television, we know there is something going on there. He's he's very old, but there is something going on there. He can't keep, his memory's not clear. There are other issues. We're not doctors, but we know as human beings, if we saw that in our grandparent, if we saw the same type of behavior in a family member, we would be concerned. So we should be concerned. That's why I don't make fun of him anymore. Sometimes when he talks about corn pop or his hairy legs, you have to laugh at that because we know we all would laugh at that if we heard our grandparents talking that way. But on other issues, it's no laughing matter. This is the United States of America. We cannot afford this. What about our children? 
What about COVID-19, this resurgence and the shutdowns again? Look at what's happening in California, people. They are taking away your rights. And I'm not talking about having to wear a mask. We want to mitigate danger. But why? Why did the governor of California stop people from actually having Bible study at their home? From actually getting together? When was this okay? And why did a couple in Kentucky who refused to sign a paper at the hospital that they would keep themselves in their home for two weeks, they had no symptoms, she just went in to get the test because she wanted to travel to visit her family, she came up positive, she was asymptomatic, this woman in Kentucky and her husband, and she didn't want to sign the paper because basically it required them to call the health department if they were to go anywhere. And she was like, well, even if I have to go to a hospital, I don't have to sit there and call the health department to go from point A to point B. Why should I have to do that? This is the United States of America. I'm going to stay self-quarantined. Fine. No, 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 no. Eight government and law enforcement officials. Well, first they texted her and let her know that the situation has escalated because they did not sign these documents. These health officials from the state of Kentucky and police arrived at her home and basically mandated that they wear these ankle bracelets so that they can monitor them. Folks, this is totally unacceptable. It's illegal. It's wrong in so many ways, in so many ways. And they have a child, too. So they basically were mandated to stay in their home and could not move 200 feet from their house. This is about principles. I know you understand this about liberty, about freedom, about protecting our country, about protecting those inalienable rights that we have that our founding fathers established. Even if our founding fathers were doing things that in this point in time, even if some of them had slaves, how they founded this nation led to this moment in history, that we are free, that our nation is free, that we had a civil rights movement, that we were able to vote as women, all stemmed from those words in our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Even if our history, which it is, horrific slavery, should have never existed anywhere on the planet, anywhere. It shouldn't even exist today. It's wrong. But people, we have to protect our nation. We have to protect the principles that make our nation so strong. I'm going to talk a little bit about voter fraud. I wanted to come right in with that right at the top of the show. But I'm just so incensed and angry seeing our children getting killed in Chicago, seeing what's happening in Los Angeles and in the state of California, seeing what's happening in Portland with the rioters in the Antifa, seeing what's happening here in Washington, D.C., Seeing what's happening in our cities all across this great land just incenses me. And I know it does for you, too. And I, I really I want to get in to this voter fraud situation because everything hinges on this election this November. Greg, could you play Stacey Abrams? Uh, voter fraud is a myth. South Korea was able to run a national election in the midst of COVID-19. The United States should be able to do so, too, but it's going to require federal investment. But there is no discernible increase in voter fraud because of mail. Voter fraud is a myth that is perpetuated by Donald Trump to hide the fact that he knows that if there is full participation, he will likely not win. Stacey Abrams is lying to you. She is lying to you. There is such a thing as voter fraud. 
In fact, uh, if you just go to the Heritage Foundation, look at the fact sheet that they have there. There are 1,290 proven instances of voter fraud in the country. 1,113 criminal convictions related to voter fraud. According to the U.S. Election Assistance Commission surveys, millions of mailed ballots have either been misdirected or they've just gone missing prior to elections. But Stacey Abrams wants you to believe that there's no voter fraud, that there's no problem here. The Democrats are desperate for mail-in ballots. They're desperate for those ballots to go across the country where people no longer live, with people that are no longer alive, uh, with people that can tamper with them, or like they go to nursing homes or other places with people that could throw them away. It's not like they're applying for an absentee ballot completely completely different. Let me give you some examples. You know what? First, let's hear President Trump talk about this. I'd like to play that clip of President Trump where he talks about people cheating and mail-in voting. We should be prepared for mail-in voting. No, because I think a lot of people cheat with mail-in voting. I think people should vote with ID, voter ID. I think voter ID is very important. And the reason they don't want voter ID is because they intend to cheat. When you get something, when you buy something, you look at your cards and credit cards and different cards. You have your picture on many of them, not all of them, but on many of them. You should have a picture on your, on your, for voting. It should be called voter ID. They should have that. And it shouldn't be mail-in, excuse me, it shouldn't be mail-in voting. It should be you go to a booth and you proudly display yourself. Yes. Why not? You know, we have to have an ID uh, to drive a car. We have to, most of us have to have a state ID, right? Just even if you don't drive a car, you have a state ID. Traveling, you need a passport, you need an ID. Our children go to school, they're ID'd. Why? What is the big deal for Democrats about not having an ID? I know they say that it's more equitable, that people should be able to vote. No, 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 no. Think about this. Democrats want to win this election. They also want to make the nearly 20-something million illegal, illegal aliens, migrants who have come here from other countries that are here illegally, they want to give them a path to citizenship ASAP. They want to be able to keep all these people. I'm telling you, they want them here because that's their voting base. They never want to lose it, folks. You have to understand where this is going. All of their promises are lies. They're not, it's not going to be euphoria. We're not going to have health care for everyone, people dancing in the streets with flowers, clapping with tambourines, singing songs. That's not how this works. They don't want you to know that you can succeed without them, that you don't need them. You don't need them at all. Why? Because you're in a country that guarantees you freedom to do what you need to do to make your life great, no matter where you're from. If you work hard enough and if you're healthy and if you, you know, have the right tools, right? You can be anything you want to be, even when times are tough, even when it's hard, even when it's hard. But if you believe their story, if you believe you're a victim, if you believe you can't do anything, then yeah, sure, it sounds fantastic, right? There is a reason why people come from all over the world to our country. I pound this all the time. Because in their countries, filled with corruption, mired in corruption, 
with a justice system that is broken apart, where they can get no freedom, where they can't stand up and speak out against their government. It's amazing. You know, all of the folks here that are speaking out against the government, speaking out against Trump, speaking out against America, saying America's, you know, the the world's evils rest with America. They they can do that here because they're free. But as soon as that freedom's taken away, they can no longer do it anymore. Let's talk about China because Jenny Tear, who works with me, she wrote a fabulous story. She was on it all morning. It's a huge story. And it's about how the U.S. ordered the consulate in Houston, Texas, to be shut down by Friday. And there's smoke coming out of the consulate. And people are like, what's going on here? Because China, China is not free. Look at what China has done to the Uyghur population, to the Muslim population in their country. They're putting them on train carts. They, they use them in factories as prisoners to build what? By the way, some American products, Nike should be ashamed. Apple, other products. You know, Uyghur slave labor, right? This is China. I'm going to bring Jenny in because I want her to talk about the story. She has sources there in Texas, and I, th I thought it was just remarkable when she called me this morning to tell me what was happening. It's crazy what's happening. A lot of people suspect that they were burning documents, um, possibly you know, stolen information about the U.S. That was something that a lot of residents in the area saw was fire coming out of the building. And they described it as the fire would be very smoky and then all of a sudden there would be nothing. And then it would start again and there would be nothing. And it eventually just went out. Um, and this is something that actually happened in 2017, the same situation. The only difference between the two situations in 2017, fire officials were allowed into the consulate. Of course, there are like different laws when it comes to this because of the Vienna Convention. So you can't necessarily go into a consulate without their consent because it's technically owned by China. With this situation, no one was allowed in, not any fire officials, not any police. And the weird thing was that no one came out, no one evacuated. So that raised a lot of questions, as well as the fire just ending up going out and a lot of other things in the area happening. The fact that they're now being told to leave by Friday. The only thing that did happen as the fire was going on was that there was a negotiator that the residents were telling me they saw going back and forth between the police and the building, um, who was kind of negotiating something. Uh, it wasn't clear what it was. Still, no U.S. officials were in the building. That's just incredible, Jenny. That's incredible because this is something, you know, we don't think about this often. We always think of issues that deal with China overseas, in the China Sea, uh, military issues, as well as, of course, our intellectual property, right? But we don't think about what's happening here and how many Chinese uh, officials are here in the United States, students uh, that may be spies for China. In fact, I've spoken to people in the intelligence community that say almost everybody that arrives from China to the United States and gets permission to be here, both in uh, business issues as well as in the collegiate field or professors or scientists, there's always a concern that they are spying for the Chinese Communist Party. And we have to think about that. We have to think about what's happening at this consulate and why the United States government is so concerned. And think about COVID-19 and what our nation's been through. 
What Jenny's talking about, the burning of these documents, the fact that we have had information coming out of China that the Chinese have actually hidden from us, hidden from us, COVID, hidden from the world, what is happening in China with the spread of this novel coronavirus should raise serious concerns should raise serious concerns. We recently had a guest on the show, Mario Duarte. He was the head of intelligence for Guatemala, worked very closely with our U.S. intelligence apparatus as well as other nations. And he distinctly described a situation right now in Central America and in Guatemala where the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese Communist government is making inroads. Why do you think they want so much power and control here in the Western Hemisphere? We have to be concerned about that. And there is a reason why this happened today in Houston. Mark my words. Thank you, Jenny, so much for um, for telling us that and really going into detail and going the extra mile to get all the information of what happened there in Houston. Yeah, you're welcome. I learned from the best. <laughs> Thanks. I, I love Jenny. That's why, you know, I just gave her a bonus for saying that, right? <laughs> I, I want to go back to voter fraud because I want to talk to you a little bit about you know, some of the issues that we'll be facing this November and why this is so important, why you got to keep your eyes and ears peeled for what's happening in your communities. Really, I mean, this is about your election, your vote. Remember during the Russia hoax, remember when they went after President Trump and his campaign? It wasn't just about President Trump and then previously the campaign. It was about you, the American voter. It was about all of you who voted for President Trump and believed in him, but you believed in your own country. People like James Comey, Susan Rice, Vice President Joe Biden, James Clapper, John Brennan, all of these people in very, very high positions of power in President Obama's administration supported Hillary Clinton. They wanted her to win. In fact, Andrew Weissman, who was working with then special counsel, remember after the special counsel was appointed, Robert Mueller, and they put Andrew Weissman as the lead prosecutor. Andrew Weissman and a lot of these guys were at the Javits Center, the private party for Hillary Clinton, getting ready to celebrate with her. It is a dirty swamp where people think that they can do whatever they want with impunity. They don't even care that it's the president of the United States. They will lie and smear and fight their way to the top tooth and nail if they feel threatened. It's not about bringing people to justice. Think about how much they lied to you, lied to the American people, divided our nation for four years. What we are seeing right now is a result of their lies and disinformation. And that's why I'm telling you, watch out for the mainstream media, for the lies that they are perpetuating. They hate this. They hate this president. It's not like they're working with some cabal, though. I'm not I'm not talking about a conspiracy. I'm talking about the fact that it just works for them. They hate this president. They would have never done what they've done to President Trump, to President Obama. And they won't even do it to Vice President Joe Biden. They won't even hold him to those same standards. They don't care. And I'm talking about most mainstream media. They don't care that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, right, is on his climate panel, even though her Green Deal was the biggest joke ever, that the Senate, there was just like not one person in the Senate that believed in it. 
But Biden is so desperate and his people, mostly his people, to get him into power, to get them into power, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar, and they've got to, you know, coddle to them and to their supporters. So that's all they're doing right now. They don't care about America. They don't care about you. They didn't care what they did to a president, to a duly elected president. What makes you think they care now? And that's what scares me about this November. People can get in line and vote. We are doing it. We go to the store. We go buy groceries still. We go get our gas. I know that a lot of people out there are afraid. Uh, Just ask for an absentee ballot if you got to. But almost everybody I talk to says they have no problem going down to a voting booth and voting. They have no problem doing that. You know, and people should show their IDs. There should be something done about this because we know there's voter fraud. Let me give you some examples. I just want to go back to this because I want you to understand this is something that every American, I mean, people have died so that we can have peaceful transitions of power. That's what democracy is. When you have a society where there is a peaceful transition of power and what we're seeing in the streets right now is not peaceful. And I'm very, very worried about November. But let me give you some examples about voter fraud. We have Patterson, New Jersey on May 12th, 2020 this year. During the municipal election, 13,556 votes were counted in the six ward races and 3,204 were rejected. Let me read this to you. A town over in Haddleton, a post office spokesman saw a bundle of 300 Patterson City ballots bundled in a mailbox there. A statement from Postal inspectors said that their findings were sent to the attorney general's office and the board of elections. The mayor of Patterson says the voting problems could be criminal. There you go. Mail-in voting. Criminal. Right? Then you have Gordon, Alabama. Former mayor Albert Melton was forced from office after being convicted of absentee voter fraud. He was sentenced to a year in jail in January 2019. Melton's arrest warrants say he's accused of willfully and unlawfully falsifying absentee ballots or verification documents. It is absolutely possible. Here's another one. Congressional District 9, North Carolina. An entirely new redo election was called after voter fraud was found rampant in the original election. There was a hearing before the Board of Elections, and it declared a new election necessary after testimony was outlined of how political operatives had orchestrated an absentee ballot scheme to try and sway the race. People, voter fraud is real, and mail-in voter fraud is very real. Do not listen to these Democrats. Here's Nancy Pelosi's reason By the way, a lot of Democrats opposed mail-in voting in the past. But I'm going to play Nancy Pelosi's um, reason for voting by mail. This becomes a health issue. This becomes a health issue, as we saw in Wisconsin, standing in those lines for that amount of time, going to places uh, that are enclosed, is dangerous to your health. And again, vote by mail is more democratic. It gives people more options. It removes obstacles and barriers to voting, which is what we want to do, voting by at home. Okay. 
do you think Nancy Pelosi is sitting at home worried about you continuously about your health? I mean, that they're so desperate, so desperate for uh, to pass uh, some kind of regulation that will have us all voting from home, mailing in our votes in the presidential election. It's just because of your health, right? You and I both know that is a load of bull. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are desperate for this, desperate for this, because they know it will bring problems because they know either way. Look, that's why President Trump and I know a lot of people out there said when he was interviewed by Chris Wallace and he made this statement as to whether or not he would accept the election results or not. And he said, you know, I've, I've got to wait and see that. Uh, a lot of people were upset about that because they're like, whoa, wait a minute. This is a democracy. We've got to accept the results and then we got to move on. Why do you think the president said that? Because the president knows Democrats are pushing for mail voting, mail-in voting, and and that there's probably going to end up being a big fight in the courts if, if this happens. The Democrats would love that. They want to delegitimize this president. I believe in a fair, fair vote where people go in and they place their votes. We can't just change the system, upend the system now. And you have to look at the facts. Go online. Read stories about voter fraud. Read stories about what's happening and what could happen. Educate yourself on it. Because they are not educating you. That is the mainstream media. They don't want you to know about this anymore. They don't want you to look into this. Look, even Nadler. I don't agree with him on hardly anything. Chairman Nadler, the Democrat, said in the past that there's no way he would accept mail-in voting. That's what he said in New York, that it was rife with fraud. Now, of course, he changed his mind. Now, of course, he changed his mind. And there's another thing, this big push that, you know, President Trump was behind in the polls, behind Biden and all that talk. Well, right now, Rasmussen is showing that it's practically a tie. It's practically a tie between him and Joe Biden. And I want you to remember Election Day 2016. And on the front of the New York Times, it was like, what, over 90% Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. She was going to be the next president of the United States. She, by the way, she had picked out the curtains for the White House. She had everybody set up. John Brennan was sitting back thinking like, whoa, you know, am I going to be the new secretary of defense? Everybody had their jobs lined up. Susan Rice, everyone was excited. They were drinking the champagne hours earlier. The American people made your own decision. That's the way it should be. That's who we are as a nation. We're a nation of patriots. We're a nation of people willing to go the extra mile, right? For freedom. People willing to fight for their family's future, no matter where you're from. If it's Guatemala, if it's China and you're escaping communism and the horrible, horrible regime of China or Iran, or you're coming from anywhere in the world. If you just want to leave England and come here, because why? Why not? Why not? Because you don't like their rules. This nation is a nation of patriots. And they could not take that away from you. Please do not give it away to them. This November, think about what you are doing. 
think about how important this election is. Think about what it means to be a patriot. We don't go out into the streets and tear up our cities and tear up our communities. We want to rebuild our communities. We want to reach out to our young people and say, look, you don't need to do it this way. Don't believe the lies coming out of their mouths. Don't be fooled. Don't be used. Because that's what they're doing. They are using our youth. They are using our young people to establish a Marxist socialist ideology that should not exist in our nation, that should not be allowed to exist in our nation. Do not give away your freedom, people. Do not give away your freedom. Stand up for it. You're patriots. Thank you so much for being a part of the Sarah Carter Show. You know I love being here with you all the time. Please follow me on Twitter, at Sarah Carter DC. Um, and remember to go to our website, sarahacarter.com. That's sarahacarter.com. Don't forget the A. And uh, you can read all of our latest stories. Um, Jenny Terrace constantly posting there. Ben Wilson's with us now. Um, Logan Raddick at Newsmax. Yay, Logan. I'm so proud of you. We are taking the story back, America. God bless you. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.